Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. As many of you may know, I have been on a slow boat moving into my house and I've been so stressed out about how I'm going to decorate and what is going on my hallways. Thankfully, FrameBridge has come into my life. I can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. I can't wait to visit one of their locations. I'm going to take in some of my old concert stubs so I can hang it in my office. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Ever think those fables and fairy tales from back in the day are just a little bit dusty? Wandry and Tinkercast are bringing you a new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Join host DJ Fuch and his trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as they deliver remixes of fables and folk tales, rhythm and rhymes, and fun spins on classics as old as time. Grab the whole family and get ready to groove because they're putting the rap in Rapunzel and getting down with that funky duckling. Where hip-hop and fables meet, it's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to all episodes of Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or Wondery Kids Plus in Apple Podcast. this fancy hi guys welcome back to the think loud crew podcast where it's normally three moms getting real with their daily lives and talking about our kids and everything else but today it's just me cheyenne here and i have on our special guest special yeah special for sure i have my dad on this episode with me um kyle floyd papa floyd and we put up a Q&A on both of our pages. So hear me out before I let him talk. Okay. I have been watching my dad on social media and he puts up Q&As on his page. And then for the whole entire day, he's answering everybody's questions. So I'm like, this is like, um, ask Abby, answer Abby. Mm, what yeah. is, what was it? Dear Abby. Uh, dear Abby. Dear, dear Abby. Abby. Yes. Yeah. So I have this whole idea of we should do a Dear Papa Floyd section on our podcast. 
I asked Kyle and Shannon if it was okay with them if I did this first episode with him because I really wanted the focus to be on him answering the questions and then maybe just getting a little bit of feedback from myself. But I really want to see what your real and authentic answers are going to be. So this will work for me too because it's so hard answering real questions Mm -hmm. in the span of, it used to be 15 seconds. Yeah. But now it's a minute. They get, yeah. you, get a, you do get a minute, which worked a whole lot better. But to be able to this free flow without the interruption. Is where it's going to work. Yeah. And yeah. if you guys are listening in right now, please head over and check us out on YouTube because we're finally filming in my new house in my new little podcast area that I've Fancy, 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 I fancy. got these cool little arm things that, like, you <laughs> attach to the table. We have, like, mics. And it just feels good to not be on, like, Zoom or really not on zoom or like shannon's shitty wi-fi so yeah let's get started you want right. to jump in do you want me to pick the questions to ask you yeah that's fine all right that's fine so i sent him a recording from my phone onto his of some of the questions that people have asked i'm just going to start from the top of oh, like and then i have questions on my phone too yeah so let's go yeah. through mine and then we'll go through yours okay all right. um so let me just say to you, Phil, first, mm-hmm. I want you guys to remember that I am a trained professional. I've taken, <laughs> I've taken psychology 101. <laughs> <laughs> There's so. something wrong with you, Dad. I'm really sitting here like, trained professional in what? Okay, this is a good one to start. How do you mend a relationship with the father who caused you so much trauma? So I would need to really get into a few questions. How old are you now? How old were you when the trauma came? How old was he? See, if he was a teenage father, then you kind of have to, I'm not going to use the word, well, I am, make an excuse for him. Because being a teenage parent, whether mother or father, there's just inherently there's going to be mistakes. You're young. You don't know. You think you know, but you're really immature. So if the things that he did were when he was a very young man and now he's older and has learned more, then you got to cut him some grace. You got to cut him some slack, particularly if he's trying to mend it or make it better. Now, if he's not trying to mend it or make it better, you're the one that putting in the effort, then that's your call. You put in as much as you can tolerate. Look, everybody would like to have a beautiful relationship with their mom, with their dad. That's not always the case, though. This is the reality of it. It's not always the case. Okay? Um, and sometimes it's better. Everybody don't want to hear this. Better to not have a relationship with them, especially if they're just not a good person. And everybody's parent isn't a good person. Damn, I never thought about it like that. Well, I mean, it is. Sometimes it's, you know, it's better he's out of my life. He's a fucking asshole. I mean, <laughs> he, he's a butthole anyway. Yeah. You know, or she's a butthole. You mm-hmm. know, I'm equal opportunist. I've seen terrible mothers. Okay. So, ask the question one more time. How, where did it go? Hold on. How do you mend a relationship? How do you mend a relationship with a father who has caused you so much trauma? Okay, yeah. And look, let me tell you something. If he's still causing, if you're older now, and I don't know how old you are, you know, the, the amount of trauma that you can handle at 23 is a lot different than what you could handle at 35. So if it's that much trauma, separate yourself from him. Just do it. 
I know you want the relationship, but all relationships are meant not meant to be. And if it's causing you pain, separate yourself from it. Maybe come back and try it in five years. He would have matured. You would have matured. Maybe you see things different. Maybe he sees things, sees things differently. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's right. okay. How did you develop an open yet respectful relationship with your children? That's a good one. That is a good one. Um, well, here's what's funny is it's an open relationship because I've always kind of leaned towards you know have, feel free to say what you want speak your mind that way at least I know what you're thinking and if I think it's wrong I can try to correct it now some people might hear us talk and think it is disrespectful because it's not an old school you know old school here I give you an example my aunt who's passed now so it's a generation before me used to be upset with me because my kids didn't refer to them as auntie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I understand generationally when I called them, I called them auntie. Matter of fact, I didn't even know their name for a while. They were just auntie. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Dad. And they were twins. So I was always confused. Who's you Mar- didn't know their who, name who's because Marlene, they were who's, twins. Who's Marlene? Who's Marilyn? So no, I mean, I did, but it was Marlene and Marilyn. Which is already confusing. Which is already confusing twins or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the little bit of dyslexics. So, you know, it was, this, it was always a challenge. But it was always auntie. I just made it short, auntie. I didn't, you know, didn't yeah. Know. So, you know, when, when, you, when you take somebody who has been raised with a little bit more freedom to say what they want to say, it's not like, you know, the old world was, this is an, this is an adult conversation, you should be in the other room. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't do that with my kids. She doesn't do that with Ryder. No. But that's why writer is articulate. You know, that's why a writer can express herself and use words that most five-year-olds are going, huh? Yeah. You know, so. And I feel like that's why writer is in tune with her emotions and knows how to express her emotions is because she's seen us do it. Whether it's a high-intense situation or, you know, crying. Like, I know some parents who won't cry in front of their kids and I'm not saying you sit there and break down and sob, but I do think that it is healthy to show your kids your emotions. You ever seen me cry? I've seen you cry. Have you really? What was yeah. I crying about? Let's not talk about it. I was really, <laughs> I'm really over here like, wait, what, what were you crying about? <laughs> no, there's a, there's a couple of times I've got emotional when there might have been a tear drip down. Um, but never cry like a crybaby, like. Not like sobbing, but I've yeah. seen you get emotional where I think that that is healthy. Yeah. Man, last time I had a really good cry is when Frank Nitty died. No. Frank Nitty died, man. I just had, I don't know why. I don't know what it was. It was well, just, that was your friend. It was like, ooh, everything. It was a cleansing. That was your friend, yeah, though. That was my butt. So. That was my butt. That's, I feel like sometimes a good cry is necessary. I mean, when Corey was, when Maya was just in the hospital, I, we talked one day and I, and he said he was on his way home to take a shower. And I said, you should just have a really good cry in the shower. Yeah. Just a, a, one of the ones where you kind of scream a little bit. It's a little, yeah, yeah. It's like, a little yeah, yeah. like a grunt to oh, it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, well, this, you, you the yeah, snot, the snot and everything. everything. I'm like, you need and to just don't have, worry about it. Yeah. Just yeah blow it just out. Have yeah. a good one. And he was hey, like, yeah, maybe I should do that. Yeah. No, it really is relieving. It is. It's therapeutic. Yeah. And it's one thing since you mentioned that I had done a post, I didn't really mention any names, but it was a prayer for, for the little one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to thank everybody that joined me in the prayer. I saw that. You know, because there was a, quite a few people that, that jumped I in. Was. Did you see you Taylor know. commented on 
I did. She said thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, yeah. But this, want to thank everybody because there really is power in prayer. You know, there's, let's talk about prayer. It's not a question, but I'm going to talk, talk about prayer just for a minute. <laughs> so, because this well, one young lady, this is a while back, mm-hmm. she hit me. She said, you know, can you pray for me? Da, da, da. She's having some issues and she felt like God never heard her prayer. Okay. So, you know, and look, I'll be the first one to tell you I could be wrong, but I'm going to tell you what I told her. I said, look, everybody doesn't know how to pray. Some people actually probably do it wrong. So I gave her a method of prayer to get your prayer heard. Because you got to, look, you can pray what if God doesn't hear you, it's, it's kind of this floating in there. And I know everybody's, I know there's some people are going to say, oh, God hears every prayer. Okay. Um, you want to get it heard to where you get his attention and get God's attention and it gets answered. So anyway, this, I, I, I'm going ram- to start rambling and I don't want to say anything too crazy that's going to offend my. But there's a way to pray and there's a way not to pray. So taught her how to pray. Mm-hmm. And she came back later. She said, you know what? It worked. Wow. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Come on, guys. I think we really need him to start a podcast. I think you really should do it. You guys, let me know. Comment down below. Send me messages. Comment on these posts. And let me know if you think that my dad should start a podcast. And it's almost like a dear Abby, but a dear Papa Floyd. I feel like you give really good advice, even though sometimes I think it's a little like, okay, stop talking. But like, I do think that you do give some good so when you advice. say stop talking, like you've already said that, you're saying too much, or like that sounds crazy, stop talking. Uh, like a mix of both sometimes. Yeah, I know sometimes people don't, I know that people don't always agree with yeah. what I say. But I do think that it does get people thinking. And that can that to me is good. Like having those conversations is good. And maybe you got them thinking, maybe they don't solely agree with what you're saying, but at least now they're taking that conversation to somebody else and probably saying, what do you think about this? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. so I think that that is, that is healthy. Okay. Right. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. 
Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. What would you do if you found out your wife was pregnant and you had to start over raising a baby? So biologically, physically, that is an impossibility. I don't think they're talking about you. I think they're talking about themselves. Maybe they're pregnant. Oh, it's, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's hear it again. What would you find out if you're... What say, would you do if you found out your wife was pregnant? Is this coming from a guy? Or can you tell? I think that's coming from a girl. Okay. So right. she's probably pregnant and has to tell her husband. And they probably and they have to start over. all over. Well, um, that sounds like we just worked it out right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I mean, look, if she's pregnant. Then you're pregnant. Then you're pregnant. And if you got to start. Listen, I, there's a there's a good friend of mine. I, I, I'm just going to say her name. Tony. Tony had a child when she was about 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who's grown up now? Because Tony was about my age. A couple years younger than me. And then she... She did stay with the guy because, um, again, they were young. She, she went through life. She got with another gentleman, Brian, who she married, who's a great guy. They start all over. Three, four kids. Okay. Four kids they have. They got a beautiful family. Yeah. But it, and I laughed at her one time. Got not laughed, teased her one time. I said, woo, damn, Tony. You, you know, 20 years, you starting all over. And that's basically what it was. So she had, I think... You know, youngest son number around seventeen. I don't know if it's got to twenty years. Yeah, but she's all over. Life is good. I mean, sometimes this is what happens. Just go with it. You know, life can be tricky, but life can also can be fun, and and it doesn't always have to be a bummer. Just go with it. If he's your husband, tell him. You never know. He he will probably initially go, oh shit. But at the end of the day, he's gonna love the kid, the child. Yeah, you guys just go ahead and have a good time. What? Well, I mean, oh, this is a good one. Okay, these are two. I like both of these questions. I'm gonna and I. Oh, it's not the same person, but anyway, I'm gonna ask. Whatever. It says any advice on dating someone who works eleven hour shifts six days out of the week. Yeah, you want that guy. You want that guy. You want that guy. Even though you never see that guy. That guy's hardworking. He's a hardworking cat. Now, eventually, you're gonna have to get him to relax. To start to spend some of the money that he's earning on the two of you, mm-hmm. on vacations, on living life. Yeah. But it's a whole lot easier to teach somebody that. Than to, than teach, to teach somebody to work. work <laughs> yeah. yeah. That guy, you don't let him go. You don't, you don't skip him. Dang, you get, you I did not him. think about it like that. Oh, no, you grab him. You grab it. Look, you want to keep him? I'm take, I don't know if I can say this on the camera because it's a little, it's not, it's not raunchy. It's, I'm going to say it. It's the reality of it. There was a time this I was dating. I don't know what exactly. <laughs> I think we all want to know now. Okay. I'm okay, I'm gonna say it in a very You get it if you get it. Okay. okay? There was a girl I was dating. We were good friends. We, it was a good date. It was a good relationship. This mm-hmm. is previous to me getting married to Teresa. Okay. She said, I really want you. I, she thought I was a good guy. I thought she was a good woman. Uh she said I'm going to do something for you. I said, okay. She said, I'm going to do you 30 days in a row. Oh, my God. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> I was like, ooh. 
I'm understanding this right, right? Okay. We weren't living together. Like, I'm going to come over and... Yeah, but it turned out not 30 days in a row, but the next 30 times that I see you in a row. Okay. And I said... So every time you see me for the next 30 times, you I'm know good. you're going to get I'm some... I'm good. I'm good. Yes. Ew, dad. So I was like, okay, well, what's that all about? Yeah. And she flat out said, she said, you know what? I'm going to do this because there's not too many women that can do it, that would do it. I'm doing it to keep you. Because nobody else is going to do what I'm about to do. So, did she do it? Oh, we went about 23 days. <laughs> hey, oh, my God. Help. After 23 days, I said, you know what? I'm good. Let's take I'm a break. Tired. <laughs> Dad. But the, but the point of what I'm saying is, look, if you find a guy or you find a girl that you want do what you have to do to keep them. Don't find a way to complain about them. You got somebody who's working. What did she say? 11 hours a day? Six days a week? Yeah. Clock, he's clocking paper. He don't even have time. 11 hour shifts, six days out of the week. The man is dedicated right now. Now, again, I'm as plain and simple. It's easier to teach him to go on vacation and to enjoy some of that money that he's earning as opposed to teaching him work ethic or hard work. Yeah. He's already got that. He's Don't definitely go. got that. I can't believe you told that story. I was young. Know, you, know. you said this might be a little raunchy. I don't well, know. If I yeah, I, I, I really trimmed it down. I really trimmed oh, it down. Oh, thank you for trimming it down. If that was the PG version, we did not need oh, to know the rated R version. That is the PG version. Okay, don't want to hear about it. I'm just telling you, she was a big freak. I don't want to know anymore. Okay, all right. All right. All right. All right. What advice would you give your 32-year-old self? What were you doing when you were 32? You had kids. Actually, 32, I had slowed way down. Yeah. I was kind of cool in the game. That's when I was, I kind of flipped the switch. Prior to that, let's go from, you know, let's go from 18 to 28. How old were you when you got married to mom? 28? I think it was 28. So you guys had Kyle when you were? 29. 29? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I was, you know, I probably, your mama was probably burning the candle on one end. I was probably burning it on both ends. Mm-hmm. You know, we were both going. We were both young. We were both young, pretty people living in L.A., living the life. Yeah. You know, I mean, it wasn't like we were rich, rich, but we weren't broke, broke. <laughs> you know. We so just, you had some, you were, you, you guys were having fun. Yeah, we were having fun. And then when Kyle came, oh, what happened actually is your mom kind of put an ultimatum to either, you know, marry me or else I got to go. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, well, let's get married. And then she got down and she proposed. Get out, Dad. Said, okay, I might have made that part up. <laughs> okay. So anyway, we, we got married. We got married. Then we had Kyle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was kind of like, that initially didn't slow me down. But after about a year or two, watching her grow, and then I think you came, yeah. it was like, oh, no, no, no. Some, some, you know. Uh, at that point, it was slow. Let's pump the brakes. Okay. And then I started, um, yeah, I started working hard for my family, actually. So at 32, he was already married with two kids. So now, what I would do, though, if you if we can back this up, mm-hmm. and it probably still applies to you at 32, but I'm going to say at 22, and I've said this before, handle your business. Okay. Yeah. You got plenty of time to party. Now, so he, here's the scenario I look at. At 22 or let's say 32, you have a certain amount of money, disposable money that you can party with. Okay. 
You can either take that money and party with it, spend it, or you can stop, put the brakes on, dedicate yourself for the next three or four years, either school or career, and developing that, making tons more money, Mm -hmm. okay, because you put the brakes on. Now just think about the kind of money you can party with. Yeah. You know, now now instead of taking a trip to San from LA to San Diego, now you're going from LA to New York. Yeah. You've just made it bigger. You've dedicated, you've put the brakes on party side for a minute, okay, to handle business. Now the pot, the type of money, the, the exposure, the, the expendables that you have is just so much it's more, different. So much greater. Yeah. I wish that I would have listened more to my parents. Probably like a thousand times more. I mean, I still feel like I should listen more. But definitely when I'm thinking about where I was at when I was 22. At 22, I just did my first show. I just got my first check of in my head, like real money, even, mm-hmm. you know, and and I partied. <laughs> I partied. I partied hard enough till I had a kid. Like I was partying way too hard. And I look back and I'm like, I wonder what would be different if I wasn't partying as hard. And if I saved any of that money and started saving back then, and I play with that thought in my head, and then I'm like, mm, I wouldn't have had Ryder because I was partying. Partying got me to yeah, her. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're yeah. Right. yeah. So I'm like, well, mm, mm. never mind. I guess I was partying good. <laughs> no, but really, I always, so, I do think about that. Okay, and then that. Well, look, I, I don't know. If I rolled it back, I would probably change some things, but I'm not complaining about the path that I took. Yeah. Okay? And look, at 32, just to the point of you thinking about what you could do different, you should be able to do things different. Okay? Here's the biggest thing, though. Quit smoking weed. Y'all, y'all, y'all. And look, I'm from, a, I'm from an era where we smoked. I'm not even going to take, well, I will tell you the story because I've told it a couple times. My mom already knows. We smoked and enjoyed walking to grade school. Not oh, grade school. God. Junior high school. We was 12 years. 12 years. We were 12 years old. We smoked on the way to school. Dad, I didn't smoke until I got to college. Well, I, but, but but what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is for whatever path you were or are, let's say at 32, if you recognize, no, I'm sorry. I was trying to focus on the weed thing. Yeah. Y'all smoke weed too easy. Y'all smoke it every day. Tell them smoke weed now. You say y'all, I don't well, smoke weed. Well, I'm saying weed. your generation, <laughs> oh. your age group. Yeah. Okay. And what you don't understand is weed takes time out of your day. Mm-hmm. And okay? money. I'm not even talking about the money. Let's say you can afford it. I'm talking about the money. Okay. But just the time out of your day. Though That time is where you can be handling business. Yeah. You know. And regardless of, I like, I get on some of my friends for smoking. Um, and they'll be like, I'm a, I can, fu- I'm a functional smoker. Yeah, and I'm right. like, what does that even mean? I'm like, you can't even look at me clearly. Like you just look tired. Like regardless if you tell me you're tired or right. not, you just look tired. You look irritated. You look agitated. Like I just, I used to smoke a lot in college after I had a rider. Then, you know, I kind of stopped doing everything just because I had a baby. Um, and every now and then, like if, if the work is done and the kids are asleep, then I'll go on the balcony and, look at the stars and hit it once and then I feel like I'm dying so then I put it down but that's it for me now I so, can't do anything else yeah but you know that's when you enjoy it the most when you're doing it every blue moon yeah when your system isn't so antiquated to it that it's just you get that good morning one and everything else is just an extension of just a drawn out day believe me I know I've been there okay 
if you stopped it and you did it or you did an edible every blue moon, you'd be you'd go back to the day when you where it's really enjoyable. <laughs> where it's really fun. Where it's really fun again. Yeah. Not just getting you through the day. And let's think, if you're smoking weed to get through the day, something's wrong. Something's going on. It's like drinking to get through the day. Okay, if that's what you're doing to get through the day, you need to stop. You really need to stop to figure out what's going on with your day or with your life that's got you in this in this stupor where you're content with smoking to kill you to numbing your pain. Yeah, now, I ain't trying to be Doctor Phil or nobody, but you know it is what it is. This is a tough one, and they put it in all caps because I think they really want the advice on it. Dang, okay. I just uh, lost it. Where'd it go? This okay. one I should. This is probably one I should have a sip on. One second, I'm trying to find... Oh, wait, here it goes, okay. Please, how to co-parent with a dad who was never there but now wants 50-50 because of his new girlfriend and also doesn't even know how to be a dad because he's never had that influence for himself. Okay, so what I heard was how to co-parent with a deadbeat dad Mm -hmm. that now has a woman in his life that is not a deadbeat mm-hmm. and is trying to bring him around to being a better person. Mm-hmm. You as the woman, the mother, go ahead and work the relationship with the girlfriend, yeah. woman to woman, and help this man become a better dad. Because like we said at the beginning, every child wants a relationship with their parent. Yeah, It's not always a good relationship, but they always want it. Now, because he was deadbeat in the past... Doesn't mean he's going to be a deadbeat forever. People make mistakes. People also get smarter. Okay. It sounds like he's got a good woman who's trying to make him a better man. Who's holding him accountable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like from a mother's standpoint, you would naturally your first like instinct is going to be also it took this random girl to hold you accountable. I've been trying to hold you accountable for the child we made. You know, that, of course, yes. that's your natural what you want right, right. to react to. But don't be mad at her. Don't be but jealous with her. It has nothing to do with her. I would honestly, once I got over that reaction, I would be happy that you are at least making a good decision in who you're dating. They have enough sense to hold you accountable for you to be responsible for your responsibilities, whether or not it's coming from him. If they're going to be in a relationship and it seems like he's listening. So it seems like he wants her and likes her enough to where he's saying, okay, let's figure it out. Then I would build the relationship with her. Exactly. And him. But, and him. But, but, but emphasizing her. a catalyst. Her. Yes. If yes. she's going to, you know, be this middleman. And maybe you're not comfortable with letting him come in and picking up your child, depending on how old they are. Um, but I know, like, when Corey first started coming around, it was like, you want a relationship <laughs> with Ryder? You would sit there. <laughs> when Corey first came around. Why are you laughing like, like that? I was like, I'm not letting him take the baby. Oh, no. He didn't take Ryder for months. It was a while. It was a while. It was and a while. it was like he would come over to my mom's house and he would sit there for hours, hours on hours. And eventually he he got enough courage to say, can she come over? And I said, I'm coming too. Right, 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 <laughs> I'm going right. where she goes. So I get it. Like, I get that feeling as a mom. And then even having other women around your child. When Taylor was first introduced into Ryder's life, I said, I'm coming too. Like, wherever she's going, I'm going yeah, to. Yeah. Um, now, of course, you know, now things now are... Now it's all good, yeah. Now it's all good. I'm like, are y'all coming to get her? So so in thinking about that, 
understand that it's going to be tough initially. It's yeah, going it to be is. tough for you to, to digest. Mm-hmm. Okay. But again, we're looking at what's the best move for the child. And it's to have their father around yeah. Yeah. as long as he's not like crazy and abusive or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, if he was just a deadbeat because he was young and dumb, then let's, and you let's let him grow up. Yes, there is young and dumb, guys. Yeah. There's young and dumb. There's dumb dads that get smarter. There's, there's dumb moms, dumb moms that, get that get smarter. Okay. So what we're trying to do is say, look, give this man a chance with your oversight. If he's, if he's got somebody, this other woman, as a catalyst to get him smarter, between you as a good woman, good mother, and this other woman, you guys can raise this man to be a better dad. Yeah. Give him a shot. Okay. I think you give him a shot. And yeah. I think you meet the girlfriend, too. Oh, yeah. You, look, you have them both over. Yeah. You have your mom or your sister come over. You have dinner for everybody. Yeah. Okay. Or if you're in a relationship. Yeah. Or have your guy, you and your guy. Then it's like you guys go are there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. But you get the ball rolling. Okay. And it sounds like you want to because you're asking how to. So just do it. Do it. Okay. You'll be good. As many of you may know, I have been on a slow boat moving into my house and I've been so stressed out about how I'm going to decorate and what is going on my hallways. Thankfully, Framebridge has come into my life. I can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a Framebridge retail store and print whatever kind of images I want for my home. Whether it's a travel souvenir, my favorite photos from my travels, or just pictures of my kids, I know it's gonna get done and it's gonna look good. All you have to do is upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free secure prepaid packaging or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. Framebridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I can't wait to visit one of their locations. I'm going to take in some of my old concert stubs so I can hang it in my office. I love to see things that I've done and experienced in life, and they motivate me to work even harder. When you think of Framebridge, just remember it's easy and affordable to custom frame just about anything. It's fair and transparent upfront pricing based simply on the size of your item. There's a curated selection of frame styles with design experts on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame. There's fast service, free shipping, and it's great for gifts. Order online or get expert help at a retail location near you. And don't forget, happiness is guaranteed. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they'll make it right. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. Ever think those fables and fairy tales from back in the day are just a little bit dusty? Wandry and Tinkercast are bringing you a new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Join host DJ Fuch and his trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as they deliver remixes of fables and folk tales, rhythm and rhymes, and fun spins on classics as old as time. Grab the whole family and get ready to groove because they're putting the rap in Rapunzel and getting down with that funky duckling. Where hip hop and fables meet, it's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to all episodes of Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wandry Plus in the Wandry app or Wandry Kids Plus in Apple Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. 
In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I think what they're trying to ask is how do you balance letting your kid fail and protecting them? Okay, so that is, that is, see, me, I let them fall. The mama, Sam, Mama Sunshine. Oh, you're so smart. Oh, you're so smart. Oh, you're so, oh, you know, it is a balance. But if you don't let them make mistakes and they don't realize mistakes, if you don't let them fall and skin they knee, then they don't know how to stop from falling next time. It's my thought. Okay? I say let them crash and burn. Oh, my gosh. Okay? Now, I don't mean crash and burn and end up in the sewer. But I mean, crash and burn, and hey, let me tell you what you did and what you did wrong. That's why you're down there where you are now. Here's my hand. Come on up. Okay? Mm-hmm. Let me help you. Okay? This is why. Look, even to this day, I'm 60-something. She's 30-something. I still call her and try to give her the best yeah. situation. And sometimes she battles me, and, and, and then I just, I, I real quick throw the towel in. I'm saying, look, I gave you my piece. I think you should let it go. I think you should apologize. I think you should be the bigger person. Sometimes she listens. Sometimes she doesn't. I'm going to keep on doing it probably to the day I'm dead. Or I don't until think parenting ever stops. What no, I've doesn't. realized is the older I get, the more I feel like I need my parents. Like, I need the advice. I need the help. I need the back and forth. I need the balance of, you know, having my parent. And I don't think that parenting ever stops. I, I really don't. Yeah. How old is Kyle? Like, 33? Yeah. She still needs to be parented. She well, here, here. Let me tell you. I'll share this with you, though. There are times I still go to my dad and I bounce things off of him. Yeah. Okay. And he may have a total different answer than I want to hear. <laughs> Let us say, okay, Papa. Yeah, yeah. Say, okay. <laughs> All right. You know. So you know, but that's part of the blessing of our families that we have generations to kind of play with. Yeah, we you do, know? and that's. A- and if you don't have a generation to play with, feel free to call me. Feel free to hit me. I have people that hit me on my Instagram. They say. I know you didn't post anything about it, but I just want to ask you something real quick. That's why I'm telling you, we need to ask, we need to do a podcast. Okay, well, you know. All right, I'm going to do some fast ones right. and some ones that are really about us. And I feel like these are the ones that people always like to ask you. Okay. Who do you like more, Zach or Corey? Zach <laughs> and Corey. I'm about to say, do not. No, well, no, no, here, here. Zach put a ring on it. Corey's been a great father. Yes. Okay. Both of these young brothers have, I could bitch about either one of them. Me too. Okay, I really could. <laughs> but they both stepped up. They've both done well. Okay, next question. All right. Has it been tough watching your daughters transition into motherhood and the relationships? Oh, no, no, no. That's been fun. Because the relationships have been good. I mean, I saw her going through the dating scene. You know, she dated she dated this one guy with a bun. <laughs> I was just like, I don't, you know, but I didn't say nothing. Uh, but, you know. So watching them, but it's all been fun because it's watching them growing. And and I was there, her mom was there, sister there, you know, our both sisters there to watch each other. We all watch over each other. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all been good. Nothing's been crazy. So all learning. Do you have Moroccan roots? No, but I do love Morocco. I'm going back to 
to in May. I'm going back to Mor- Morocco, but I'll be a, I'll be in more Casablanca, which is a dirty ass city. It's oh like my a dirty God. downtown. I'm telling you, I've been there already. Dang. As opposed to going to Marrakesh. The group that I'm going with after we finish, we're going to be in Portugal. I'm thinking about taking them back to Marrakesh so they can really understand the beauty the of difference. Morocco. Yes, yeah. All yeah. right. Do older men enjoy getting their top? What? Oh my God. Do older men enjoy getting their salads tossed? Oh boy. (laughs) Oh my God. All right, I got a story for you. (laughs) Wait, no. I thought this was a lightning round. Okay, okay. Lightning round. To answer those who understand, yes. Okay. Okay. Best slash worst part about raising daughters. I just want to go back to the story. <laughs> okay, tell the story. So you remember I was telling you about this woman I was Yes, dating. the 30 day the 30 lady. Day. I don't want to know. <laughs> she was a she was a she was a salad tosser. Ew, died. So I had to say I couldn't do it. You had to stop. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> you weren't strong enough. I see it. I see it. I can't marry you. I can't keep up. No. I can't marry an ass licker. Oh, my God. This is probably good ending. Do not edit this out. Keep this in. I couldn't do it. It was just, it was too much for me. Okay. She turned me out. I was done. I'm all the way done with you. Um, Um... can't believe somebody asked. Did you pay for that. my whole wedding? No. No, the kids paid. The mama paid. Everybody, I know, everybody I pitched like, in. I, I've said that so many times, and people are still everybody trying to figure in. it but out. Let me tell you something. The biggest, the biggest, the biggest uh, contributor was Cheyenne herself. Because she kept on saying, no, this is what I want. I said, well, if you want it that way, you pay <laughs> for it. You pay for yeah. it. Because <laughs> <laughs> here's what I got. This is what I, you know. So, but it was a great wedding. We had really... We had a great time. Yeah. Okay. Besides good health, happiness, what aspirations do you have for your daughters? Wisdom. Ooh, okay. that's a good one. Wisdom. If things get smarter and smarter, you know, if they both have the the habit of thinking that they're always right, right and mighty and da da da. You know, to give people more grace, to be able to apologize, even when you're not wrong, but just to soften things out, to smooth it out. Is it is the aspect? Is, she doesn't have that at all. No, she don't get it. I don't. She's like, Dad, I did this. Is what I did. This is I don't. I don't feel like. Oh no! It. Actually, I did take your advice the other day. Did you? I did, and did I reached stop? out again. Okay, that's all you can do. I didn't get a response, it's but right. I did it's do a, it. It's okay if you don't get a response. Here's the here's the deal. If if there's a situation and the situation is not right, you as a person, regardless of fault, need to reach out and try to fix it. Now, once you try, done deal. If the person doesn't respond or they don't reciprocate, okay, fine. But you've done what you can do spiritually. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and don't get caught up in all this, what, who's right and who's wrong and not my fault. It doesn't matter whose fault. Remember the big picture. The big picture is we all want to get along. If this is your friend, do what you do to maintain the friendship. Yeah. Okay, don't worry about who's at fault. Yeah. Okay, so, boom. Do you want more grandkids? That's not my call. Next. What was your childhood dream career? Professional basketball. Didn't make it. Next. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look. 
<laughs> same time I played college ball, but same time I was a freshman. Oh Magic Johnson was a senior. He was 6'11", doing things that I couldn't do at 6'1". So I said, okay, it's over. How is your mental health? Great. Damn, he answered that yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm good. Is your dad Nigerian? I noticed he wore Nigerian clothing at your wedding. Okay, so I'm, I am, you guys forget, not forget, even my kids forget. We are from Africa. We were imported here as cargo, okay? They're still very clear in my mind that I'm not European mm-hmm. and that I was not American. You know, the real Americans are the Indians. I wish I was, but I'm not. So when I when I when we start doing traditional things, and I'm trying to teach my kids this, but I'm trying to teach them by example. Go back to who you are. Now I can't go back and learn Aruba or whatever the language is. I can't even Ebo. cook the Igbo. I can't even cook the meals. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I could learn, but I'm not doing all that. At the very least, I can try to learn the customs and respect the the wardrobe. That's simple. That's that's on the surface. Yeah. So I didn't want to do the European tuxedo because again. I've got more Nigerian in my in my Nigerian in my, in my 23 in me than I do Welsh. So, <laughs> you know, I went with the black man's wardrobe. How would you describe me in one word? Confident. Accomplished. Which one? You got to pick one word. Let's go accomplished. No, I'll do this. Doing things. That's two words, I Dad. Made one, one. I made it one word. You can't one. make it Doing one things. word. Doing things, okay? Okay, that's my one word. That's all I know how you spell it. I spelled it as one word. You guys help. Yeah, Help. What would you do if you found out that R was pregnant again? Oh, boy. He <laughs> 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 uh, can't even answer the question, y'all. I'm, I'm hoping that Kyle and Mez find a common place that actually wrap, I, that actually wraps them up in marriage. It's, it's actually, I mean, truth of the matter is they got two kids together. Mm-hmm. They're giving it a great shot right now. They're living together. I went and spent New Year's with them. They seem to get along fine. Yeah. I know things will come up. That's the way, that's the way it goes. I don't want either one of them to give up. I want them to both keep trying to make their family work. Okay. So, you know, that's, it, look, if there's another kid, first of all, I think two kids is plenty. Me too. But if there was three, then it is three. But the biggest thing is I want them to work their adult situation out. Hey guys, make sure you tune in next week for part two. Featuring Papa Floyd, he's going to continue to answer all of your questions. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.